Hello, this is Gaurav from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, March 26, 2019, and the big story of the day is a sporting one, where Punjab Kings XI captain Ravi Chandran Ashwin has been facing harsh criticism over an incident of mankading while bowling the second-last ball of the 13th over during Monday's match between Kings XI Punjab and Rajasthan Royals. Ashwin ran out Joe Butler by clipping the bales at the non-striker's end before he had bowled his delivery, an action known as mankading. This was the first ever incident of mankading in the IPL. The term is derived from the name of legendary former Indian cricketer Vinu Mankad, who, during a series in Australia back in 1947, had dismissed opposition batsman Bill Brown twice by clipping the bales at the non-striker's end before bowling the ball. Even though Mankad had, at the time, found himself at the end of significant criticism for it, he received support of the then-Australian captain Sir Don Bradman. At the post-match conference, Ashwin said, I quote, Look, it was very instinctive. It wasn't planned or anything like that. It's there within the rules of the game. I don't know from where the understanding of the spirit of the game comes. Close quote. The harshest criticism came Ashwin's way from Australian cricketing legend Shane Warne, who called it an embarrassing and disgraceful act. With two weeks to go before the 2019 Lok Sabha elections kick off, veteran actor and former lawmaker Jaya Prada joined the BJP on Tuesday. According to NDTV, she has been pitted against the Samajwadi Party's Azam Khan on the Rampur constituency in Uttar Pradesh. Ironically enough, Prada had previously represented Rampur twice in the Lok Sabha, in 2004 and 2009, as a member of the Samajwadi Party. Calling it an important moment in her life, Jaya Prada said, I quote, I am a part of a national party and I'm in a party where the leader leads on issues of national security. I'm honoured to work under PM Modi's leadership. Close quote. On the other hand, BJP veteran Murli Manohar Joshi has been benched by his party from contesting the upcoming national election. The party had earlier asked another veteran leader and its former president Amit Shah to do the same. In a message to voters in his Kanpur constituency in Uttar Pradesh, 85-year-old Joshi said, I quote, Dear voters of Kanpur, Sri Ramlal, General Secretary of the Bharatiya Janata Party, conveyed to me today that I should not contest the ensuing parliamentary election from Kanpur and elsewhere. Close quote. Earlier in 2014, Joshi had vacated the Varanasi seat which he had won in 2009 for Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The BJP leader currently heads Parliament's Estimates Committee. Along with Advani and Joshi, the BJP has not given tickets to the likes of B.C. Khanduri, Karya Munda, Kalraj Mishra and Bijaya Chakravarti all of whom are above 70 years of age. In an interview with NDTV about his new book, The Third Pillar, former RBI chief Raghuram Rajan said today that it was worrying that there was not enough focus in the country on joblessness. On the issue of lack of jobs, as indicated by the data of the recent leaked NSSO report, Rajan said there was a need for credible data. He said, I quote, Given that kind of anxiety, it is important just to convey to the world that we are not manipulating anything. This is our data to actually have an independent group look into it and certify that our data indeed is fine or suggest the changes needed. Close quote. On being asked about nationalistic movements across the world, Rajan said, I quote, It creates friction within the country and it also creates friction between countries. I feel particularly worried when I see groups being singled out as outsiders. There is no need to knit the country together. Close quote. Rajan also suggested that the government should introspect on some of its decisions like demonetization. Fugitive liquor baron Vijay Malia on Tuesday hit out at the NDA government for its double standards for not helping him out. This comes a day after a consortium of lenders led by the State Bank of India took control of Jet Airways to save the airline from bankruptcy. 
In a series of tweets, Malia pointed out that the BJP-led NDA government had done nothing for him even though he invested crores of rupees into his now-defunct Kingfisher Airlines. He said, I quote, I invested over 4,000 crores into Kingfisher Airlines to save the company and its employees. Not recognised and instead slammed in every possible way. The same PSU banks let India's finest airline with the best employees and connectivity fail ruthlessly. Double standards under NDA. Close quote. The Pentagon on Monday authorized $1 billion to the Trump administration to build a part of the wall along the US-Mexico border, reported CNN. Acting Pentagon Chief Patrick Shanahan authorized the commander of the US Army Corps of Engineers to begin planning and executing up to $1 billion in support to the Department of Homeland Security and Customs and Border Patrol. Earlier in February, Trump had declared a national emergency to get funds for the wall after the Congress refused to grant the money he wanted. Trump had sought $5.7 billion for the wall, one of the main premises of his 2016 election campaign, which he believes will help curb crime and the drug trade in the US. On March 24th, Fahad Shah, editor of the Kashmirwala, was warned on Twitter by IPS officer Abdul Ahad, DCP of Whitefield in Bangalore, for a tweet regarding a 24-year-old Kashmiri youth being beaten up in Bengaluru. In a tweet, Ahad said, I quote, Mr. Fahad Shah, you are discussing a subject of investigation in public which is an offence. Four culprits have been arrested and 107 CRPC proceedings are on. You are warned against this illegal behaviour. When Shah pointed out that the incident had already been reported in the media, Ahad said, You will be asked to explain. You can give your clarification to the investigating officer. As a law-abiding citizen, I am sure you will explain your stand to the satisfaction of the investigating officer and make sure that you are not instigating people. It is a serious offence. Organisations like Amnesty India and CPJ Asia came to Shah's defence. Lastly, here are some things you must check out on our website www.newslaundry.com. The first is last week's News Laundry Hafta, which, unlike the other episodes, was a free one. In this episode, Abhinandan Sekri, Raman Kripal and Anand Vardhan are joined by journalist Maya Mirchandani. The panel talks about the Samjhauta Blast verdict, Christchurch shooting, as well as about the ardent and strong leadership of New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, who imposed an immediate ban on all military-style semi-automatic weapons, assault rifles and stood in complete solidarity with the community. The other story is reported by our very own Cherry Agarwal, which is about how the Balakot strike was a TRP blessing for Hindi news channels. This was likely the first time when news beat general entertainment channels in terms of TRP, but with a catch. Read the full story on www.newslaundry.com. To produce a quality podcast like this, or like Hafta and Awful and Awesome, we need good quality mics, a soundproof studio, and of course, a handful of talented personnel working behind the scenes all of which requires a considerable amount of time and resources. So support independent media and subscribe to us so that we can continue doing what we do best, bring you the news without the influence of advertisers. That's all for now, folks. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening in from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.